Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm super excited to have you here today because we are going to be talking about fertility superfoods. Now, if you've been around here long enough, you you know that I don't really believe in like superfoods or like the best supplements or magic pills or quick fixes. I do believe that the quickest way to restoring your fertility, getting those links back, are finding your food intolerances, eliminating those, reducing your stress, and allowing your body to heal naturally like it always wants to. Your body is always striving and thriving to get to a state of peace. You know, your skin is one of the only things that we can really see doing this. You know, if you cut your your hand, you can physically see your skin healing itself very slowly. And your inside organs do the same exact thing. They always want to be healing. They're always regenerating. So the best way to allow your body to do that is decrease your inflammation, which is finding your food stressors and reducing your stress levels but we do live in a society that we are never going to get into a state of 100% bliss so that's when our supplementation comes into play and that's when using superfoods my hands are in the air doing the little quotes that's when superfoods or foods that are really big kind of boosters for our body come into play and we can use these foods to really Speed up the process of healing, support the process of healing, and get steps closer to creating our dream family. So the first food that really, really helped me in my journey was bone broth. I'm positive you have seen it around, maybe even splash around as the, the wonder food or like the golden ticket. Now bone broth is so amazing because it is packed full of collagen, which is the protein in your body that holds everything together. It supports strong skin, hair, nails, and it's great for your digestion. Collagen also contains glycosine, an amino acid that helps you sleep, which we all know sleep is crazy important for our bodies to have the necessary time to regenerate. That's when our body's like, 
you know kind of go into little I think of it as like Santa's workshop all the elves come out and do all the hard work while everyone's sleeping and you know restores your body with bone broth though some people are intolerant to it so once again it's not this like wonder drug wonder food that everyone could have and it's gonna fix you sometimes people there's too much histamines in bone broth so they just can't handle it um obviously if you are a vegan you you will not be having bone broth because it is made from you know the bones of a deceased animal you can make vegetable stock as well but obviously it's not going to have the collagen in it now making your own bone broth is super simple when i was doing bone broth it wasn't really a big thing so i couldn't go to the store and buy it like you can now like you can literally go on amazon and buy decent stock that gets delivered straight to your door i would still probably highly suggest getting the frozen broth in your store that's not going to have the stabilizers you need to put in something that can sit on a shelf for you know six months a year two years anything frozen is going to be probably the better option but now that's really picking at straws but when you make bone broth it's really simple you just take the leftover bones from like say a roast or you can buy i used to get for free from my butchers the leg bones the marrow bones and <laughs> when i first started asking for them they're like oh do you have a dog i'm like no they're for me and they're like oh that's so cool and so they didn't do anything with those bones so they just gave them to me for free which was very kind of them and they used to chop them up for me now living in Hawaii I have to buy my bones which sometimes is almost just as expensive as just going to the freezer and buying pre-made bone broth which is crazy but at the same time I suppose like they they've caught on you know whole food sell them so they've caught on that people are really into the bone broth so they're doing their thing but it's really easy to make at home if you can find free bones or even you know cheap bones from your butchers if this is something that just kind of really absolutely disgust you you just can't think about cooking up bones just buy the broth like i said even the kettle and fire that you can buy from you know the amazon shop that you know can sit on a shelf for a year is is going to give you some good stuff in it if you don't know if you are tolerant or intolerant to bone broth what you can do is once again just test and see how you go on it so you really want to make sure that you're sticking to your perfect fertility diet that you have discovered either on your own or with the help of fertility food and this is the bone broth is the only new thing you're introducing into your diet you know you could only really do it two or three times and see how you feel after that if you are you know any of like kind of the normal symptoms pop up you know especially with your sinuses or gut then that's a really big indicator that you know right now bone broth just isn't for you there's a few different types of broth that you can get into if you don't want to do bone broth obviously there's the broth that comes when you cook like a whole chicken that's like a stock so yeah there's a few different options that you can look into but i definitely highly recommend getting a little bit of bone broth into your life if you can tolerate it i used to just drink it like a mug of soup <laughs> like broth soup almost like every other day when i was on my journey for me i had really really bad leaky gut so I really needed it and it took 
took me a while to restore my gut health. I definitely use it in my cooking. So if you still are eating rice, um, instead of using water to cook your rice, I would use bone broth. When it's asked for a stock in any kind of recipe, using your own homemade bone broth or getting, you know, the high quality instead of, you know, <laughs> instead of getting the packets of the dehydrated broth that you add warm water to, switch that out and that will be a great way to get your broth into your diet without having to sit there and drink it if that just sounds absolutely disgusting to you. Also when you're making your own bone broth there's different recipes out there to kind of season it and flavor it up so it's not necessarily just bones and water because that does definitely have a pretty <laughs> a pretty unique smell to it. You can also make a low histamine bone broth so if you are struggling you figured out no bone broth isn't for me definitely take a look these are all links that I have in the fertility food program as a special bonus to really help you get down to what type of broth you can have in your life so the next food that I highly recommend is fermented foods and then this is once again like a love or hate thing I absolutely love fermented foods but I'm a little bit weird like that I'm pretty sure I don't have like a strong taste palette taste buds <laughs> so these types of foods aren't overly strong to me but fermented foods obviously have been around for years and years and years and they naturally produce rich probiotic bacteria that your gut needs and loves so it is just a really easy way to get you know those good bacterias that you want in your gut that maybe you're lacking in your gut right now which is you know putting your gut off balance and this could you know really highlight sometimes when you're eating a really good healthy diet at the beginning and you're not seeing the results you want sometimes your gut balance is just still off you're not getting those probiotics that you need I have found over the years when you're trying to use probiotics off the shelves like some are good and some are bad I mean I've bought really expensive ones I have I can tell in like two days that this is not going well with my stomach and within the fertility food I actually in the your free my free offer that I have the three-step guide I recommend one of the top range probiotics because it is really designed for people who are at the top of sensitivities and having gut issues it's really expensive <laughs> because of that but it's the one I recommend because I feel super confident in recommending it to a lot of people people so probiotics is not just a like a one-size-fits-all type of thing so in saying that with your fermented foods once again not everyone can just start eating fermented foods there's the issue of having intolerance to them but the other issue is is that your gut health might be so low that it actually just can't handle fermented foods they're just too powerful and overwhelming so once again this is something that you're going to have to really monitor if you are going to bring fermented foods into your life like pickles gherkins they're the same thing americans call them pickles the rest of the world calls them gherkins and then you have like your sauerkrauts with all your fermented vegetables even your kombucha or kombucha that is a fermented process as well so it has the good bacterias in it but you just really have to still keep an eye out for how you feel on these foods and just because
because I'm telling you that they're healthy and they're superfoods, they might not be for you. So definitely, definitely keep your eye out on how you are feeling. You're going to find lots of ways to make your own fermented foods. And yes, it's much more expensive than buying them off the shelf because once again, you want to go for everything that's refrigerated with fermented foods. Going to the store and buying a sauerkraut off the shelf that can literally not be refrigerated for years, all your good healthy bacteria are completely gone because it has been pasteurized. So you're definitely looking for your refrigerated section in this area and you want to buy high quality. Make sure if you're doing the autoimmune paleo diet to watch out for ingredients, mustard seeds, and different nightshades to kind of enhance the flavor of these. I know I've been caught out a few times, so you definitely just want to find your basic one, which is just brine and salt. And I don't personally make my own anymore. One, because I've never been successful. <laughs> so like it's always been a bit like, mm. But the more I talk to people on like the health spectrum, you know, kind of more like the people who are really into it, they're just like, you don't actually know what bacteria you're growing unless you're monitoring them. So unless you have like a really cool setup and you want to geek out over what kind of bacteria and levels and stuff like that, then do these things yourself. Or if you, if you do want to introduce it and just play around with it and see how it goes for you, that's fine. But just be aware that it, there's a lot more to it and for me I just kind of am like all right (laughs) I'll spend a little bit of extra money on because I don't eat loads of it it's not something I overdo so that is my top tips about fermented food there's a lot man all right okay so my last fertility superfood and this is going to be the grossest one by far for most people is liver the nutrients in liver is amazeballs like you just can't beat it vitamin a vitamin b2 vitamin b3 b5 folate b12s your iron zinc copper magnesium i mean the list goes on and the amazing thing about liver is it's cheap as chips like I can literally buy a pound of organic chicken livers for less than five dollars which will last me at least a month when I was on my journey I used to eat raw and yeah I just didn't mind it and you're only consuming liver once or twice a week you you definitely have to keep your portions smaller you don't need to overdose you don't want to overdose on liver and now how I get my liver in is I actually hide it when I make no motto. So there's a really cool video out on TikTok and I put it up on Instagram of me chopping up the liver really, really fine. It kind of goes into like a mush. <laughs> pretty gross actually if you think about it but it's like slime in the end and you can literally mix it into your mincemeat and not even know it's there if you don't personally want to do this yourself you if you have a butchers around you you can ask them to do that for you put like one or two chicken livers into your ground meat they'll mince it up for you and then you'll you know you'll never taste it my husband absolutely hates liver won't go near it and he doesn't even know that it's in his nomado and we have that about every other week now. We're not even doing a once a week with our liver, but we're definitely getting it in. Now, if 
if eating real liver <laughs> is like a no-go for you, you can definitely get some liver supplements. You can find those over in the Finding Fertility Amazon shop. You can eat pate if you like pate that is liver obviously watch what's in your ingredient but liver and eating organs the paleo mom used to talk about this all the time and she's pretty amazing with eating like a lot of different organs i never went down that road you know eating brain or heart or tongue i do oxtails but that's not really organs, that's just like a tail and weird, but <laughs> liver was just enough for me, and, but she always talked about how the healing process, once she really started doing the organ meats, just went berserk for her, like really accelerated her to another level, like she has a really deep autoimmune issue so she really needed it and I found the same when I was eating liver on the regular um, including my bone broth including the perfect diet for me getting my sleep and my meditation I just felt like invincible like I really did like in all areas of my life and I got pregnant with our IVF baby and um, I just felt really good my pregnancy was amazing and my body just felt great so if this is something that you can do or are willing to do I highly highly recommend getting some liver into your life once again you could have an intolerance to it Liver is probably the least likely food on my top three that you would have an intolerance to, but obviously with everything, you really just want to make sure that your body can handle it. And once again, don't OD on it. Don't <laughs> eat liver every single day to think that you're going to like accelerate your healing process and get pregnant sooner. That just doesn't work that way. You can really OD on some of the amazing benefits that you get from it. So those are my three top fertility superfoods that I would recommend bringing into your life either after or during you finding your perfect fertility diet. I really think these will benefit you if you don't have intolerances to them and you will see the benefits pretty quickly in different areas of your body that you never knew you needed to improve that's how amazing this stuff is and then what i truly believe is that your fertility falls in line after this so that is it for me today i hope that this has inspired you to be a little bit brave bringing something new into your fertility diet and once again if you want support and guidance in finding your perfect fertility diet head over to the website you will see fertility food on there and sign yourself up today we're getting amazing community going of like-minded women in search of their food intolerances and i'm in the community once a week supporting everyone and answering any questions so if you are ready to commit make 2021 your year that you get pregnant and stay pregnant fertility food absolutely can help you get on the right direction all right beautiful have a great weekend and we will see you next week for another episode of finding fertility Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.